Welcome everyone to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap, your only stop for comprehensive prep sports coverage in Monroe County. This podcast and more can be heard at keysweekly.com and in selective radio broadcasts on WKWF-FM 103.3, WKEY 93.7 FM, and AM 1600. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome everybody today to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap, your one place to find out about everything going on in Monroe County prep sports. This is me, Coach McDonald, and this is the first ever official Keys Weekly Sports Wrap. First of all, I'd love to thank the Keys Weekly for allowing us to have this time together to find out what's going on in Monroe County prep sports. What's going on with the adults in Monroe County? What sports are they playing? What are they doing? What's the big game this week? Who's the big athlete this week? You're going to find out all of that stuff and more here at the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap. Now, what we're going to talk about, and I don't know if everybody saw the fabulous article written by Alex Rickard at the Keys Weekly in the July 28th edition. I love it so much. It's an article about me and my wife. It's me, Coach McDonald, and my wife, Mrs. McDonald. Many of you guys in Marathon, Big Pine, the Lower Keys, and Key West, you know us already. To you guys in the Upper Keys, you're going to get to know us because we can't wait to cover Coral Shores, Plantation Key School, Key Largo School, Anything going on in prep sports, we want to be there for. And how you're going to find out about us is you're going to find out about us in the Keys Weekly paper every Thursday. There's going to be a two-page spread about the high school sports at Coral Shores, Marathon, Key West, wherever else. If there's another high school comes along, we're going to cover it. If there's a middle school sport going on, there's a middle school team that we need to talk about, we're going to talk about it. So this is going to be your place Whether you're living in the Keys now, or you lived in the Keys in the past, or you just want to know what's going on in the Keys, the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap is the place to go to find everything that you need to know that's going on. Maybe you moved away, but you want to keep your fingers on the pulse. This is the place. Maybe you're busy working all the jobs it takes to live here. This is the place where you can go to find out all the information. School hasn't even started yet. What is this guy going to talk about? It's the first week of August. We just had lobster season. Lobster season's getting ready to open up. The kids aren't even back in school. What's this guy even going to talk about? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. We are going to talk about the coaches at all three of the high schools. And you guys know in Monroe County, there's always a lot of turnaround. People come, people go. And same can be said at the high schools. We have a lot of new varsity high school coaches throughout the Keys. And if you take a look at our print edition coming out on Thursday, you're going to see a story about all these people. And I'm going to talk about them right now. Key West High School, the Fighting Conks, they have one new varsity head football coach, and that is Mark Coleman. Mark Coleman is coaching cross-country at Key West High School this year, and that program has done a fantastic job the past 25 or 30 years. They're they're competitive every year. They've had a lot of great coaches there, a lot of great runners. And Mark Coleman is from Maryland. He's been teaching in Key West for the last 10 years. Majority of that time he's been at Sigsby and he's moved over to Key West High School and he's going to be taking over the reins at Key West High School. Last year 
Coach Perkins, longtime administrator, the longest tenured coach in the Keys at track, took over cross country last year and ran it, and they found a replacement. So best of luck to Mark Coleman there. That's the only replacement for the fall sport coaches. Marathon High School is going to see two new varsity coaches. The first one, you guys might know, you're going to recognize this name, those of you that follow Keys athletes and Keys athletics through the past. Her name now is Kelly Cruz. Her name when she was at Marathon High School is Kelly Strife. She comes from the fantastic Strife family. You might remember Joey Strife on the 2000 Marathon football team, one of the top players there that went to the state Final Four. Joey was also one of the first players at Florida International University. Played for head coach Don Strock there. And there is uh, Joey's brother Josh, who also played at Marathon High School. And that is Kelly Cruz. She was a fantastic athlete in her own right at Marathon High School, playing volleyball, playing girls softball, being a top player in both for both of those teams. And actually was a fantastic soccer player at Marathon High School, got received a full-ride scholarship to Florida International University where she played soccer there, and she came back to Marathon a couple years ago, and she is now taking over. She's currently the boys' soccer coach. She's been involved in coaching softball, and now, after serving as the JV volleyball coach for a couple years, she is taking over the varsity program. The varsity program was ran by Kevin Freeman for a number of years, way over 10. He had taken a couple years off before that and was volleyball coach. Then, I mean, he had been the volleyball coach there between him and uh, Miss T, Teresa Conrath, probably for the last at least 20 years. Mostly Mr. Freeman or Miss T has been coaching that. And now it's going to be Kelly Cruz taking over the volleyball reins. Also, if you follow Marathon Sports, you know that one of the stronger athletic programs that Marathon has is the cross-country program. For years, Jim Murphy, Joey Gonzalez have been coaches for the boys and the girls, and traditionally those teams make it to state with um, so maybe perhaps the Pitchfords finishing very, very high up at the state level. Aiden Child uh, one of the first students in Monroe County to actually win the Seven Mile Bridge Run came from that cross-country program there. Um, Murph, Jim Murphy, everybody in town, at least in Marathon, knows Murph. He is going to continue with the boys, and Darby Sheehan is going to take over for Joey Gonzalez with the girls' cross-country team. Now, Darby has been in Marathon for the last two years. She's been helping the track program at Marathon. She's been working with the pole vaulters, and she has been working with Jim Murphy in that department as he's one of the track coaches. Darby is an accomplished runner herself. She's done several marathons and even ultra marathons. So she's going to bring a great perspective to that program, and hopefully they're going to continue on the path that they've been going on probably for the last 10 years that I could remember, where that program has been traditionally going to state and having elite runners every year. So a lot of great things happening at Marathon and a lot of great things happening at Key West High School. Coral Shores High School, I talked to Rich Russell a couple weeks ago. 
And he was telling me everything that was going on up there at Coral Shores. They're very, very excited this year for all of their athletic programs. Their booster club up there is second to none. Coral Shores, you guys are fantastic. You guys have a ton of fabulous support in the Upper Keys area for all of your sports. Um, I know that the school works hand-in-hand hand with the local businesses, and Coral Shores fans are unbelievably fantastic, and you guys have two new fall sports varsity coaches. The first one I'm going to talk about is traditionally at Coral Shores High School. Coral Shores volleyball is always something that's very tough. I know that they have a very good program. They have two very good feeder systems. There's a middle school program at Plantation Key School and at Key Largo School, and they both of those middle schools do a fantastic job of getting their volleyball players ready for the next level. Coral Shores High School is going to have a new varsity volleyball coach. She's going to be replacing Kathy Etzhoken, who was the varsity volleyball coach there, and her name is Autumn Hager. She's stepping into a solid program. You guys understand, because if you're listening to my podcast and you follow sports in Monroe County, um, Coral Shores High School has a great advantage. A lot of their players, it's very easy for them to get to Miami and they could play on club teams. And it's a lot easier for them to drive up there and they have that opportunity. And I think Coral Shores does a great job. A lot of their volleyball players have that ability to play a lot more. They get to go up to Miami. It's a little bit of an easier trip. They have a very solid program because when you have your players that are playing volleyball, playing year-round, they're going to have so much of a better opportunity to get better as a player. So they have a lot of players going up there. They have fantastic coaches and a fantastic feeder programs between Key Largo School and Plantation Key School. So Autumn Hager is moving into that varsity position. Um, they're losing a big player. Zoe Meyer was a big middle hitter. Last year, they lost her to graduation, so they're going to have to replace her. And I'm sure that she's going to do a fantastic job there. And Coral Shores has one more new varsity head, head coach. It almost slipped. Guys, you guys all remember Ed Holly and the fantastic job that he did. Uh, Ed Holly was a Coral Shores varsity football coach from 2011 to 2017. And guess what? He's coming back for 2022. Everybody's talking about it. Everywhere I went, I talked to my friends in Key West. I talked to my friends in Marathon, and everybody's talking about it. Oh, Ed Holly's back. This is great for Keys football. This is a fantastic thing for Keys football because Ed Holly is a fantastic coach, and that Coral Shores football team is going to be better just by having him on the sideline. And that's going to raise the level of play for Key West High and for Marathon High School, and it's just a fantastic thing. Ed Holly is a Florida native. He coached at Coral Shores High School from 2011 to 2017. He has a five-year mark, a 27 and 24. And for you guys to understand, that's a fantastic record at Coral Shores High School or really any of the key schools. If, if you're winning more games than you're losing, you're doing a fantastic job. He had three straight playoff appearances when he was at Coral Shores in the conference quarterfinals. And I remember one year they were fantastic. They might have lost one game uh, or none. They were the division co-champions that year, and they were unbelievable. I mean, you had Hurricane 
Third generation Hurricane player Eddie Dunn was on that team. His dad played for the Hurricanes. His grandfather played for the Hurricanes. He was a linebacker, and he was a fullback on that team. And um, you had these two twins that moved in from Montana that came to play at Coral Shores, and they lived up there for a couple years. And I can't – I'm not doing it many just I remember their names, but they were unbelievable running backs and linebackers. And that was about – probably two or three years, four years after had Holly got there and he really turned that program into a championship program. Not only that, Ed Holly has coaching experience at the college level. For those of you that might have watched the Last Chance University, he was a defensive coordinator in season two at East Mississippi Community College. You might, and that was right after he left Coral Shores before he has also spent time coaching at northwest mississippi community college uh some different high school programs he's been at in gainesville at santa fe high school he's also coached at dunellen high school and then after east mississippi community college he went to westminster christian in south miami and did a fantastic job there now last year coral shores was five and six so he's coming into a program that's very, very close to winning a lot of games. I mean, they were almost 500 last year. They have 44 players, according to Max Preps, on their roster. They open up the season September 2nd with Varela High School. And he's got a lot of things going for him. He's a fantastic coach, and he is going to be our first guest here on the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap. So, he will be our first guest on the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap. And here he is, Coach Ed Hawley. Coach, how you doing? I'm blessed. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, I just want to get right down to it. I talked a little bit about your career a little bit before on the podcast. And you're, you are a fantastic coach. I know everyone in the Keys, from Key West all the way up to Coral Shores, thinks the world of you as a person and as a coach. But how did it all get started for you? Why did you get into coaching? Man, that's a great question. First of all, first of all I'm humbled and honored that you said that because that means the world to me and to my family. And uh, we're truly blessed to be able to be a part of the Coral Shores community, the Upper Keys community, and to coach again in Monroe County. But uh, how it first started, people ask me, they say, hey, Coach Holly, why did you get uh, started or how did you get started uh, coaching football? And, and really, for me, it's a calling. You know, I think if, if the good Lord asks you to do something and it, it, he puts it on your heart and it's a passion and, um, you know, he leads you in that direction, you just got to walk through that door. And that's what I did at a very early age. And I've been um, honored to be around some really, really great football coaches who had a chance to mentor me and, and uh, lead me on my path from coaching in high school to college to um, you know, becoming a head coach. It's just been an extraordinary journey, that one that uh, I can't thank everybody for helping me enough uh, to achieve it. But I tell everybody, if you can live without coaching, don't coach. <laughs> but if it's part of who you are, it's part of your DNA, and it's a part of, uh, you know, uh, what God has called you to do, by all means, you know, run through it, run through the wall, enjoy it, and um, enjoy the ride. I agree with you, Coach. That's, that's a fantastic sentiment. If you can live 
without coaching, don't do it. That is the absolute truth because I know what you're talking about because sometimes there's been times when I'm coaching and I'm thinking to myself, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and, and you have that realization and, and it's fantastic to see a coach that excited about it. Now, what was your early coaching career like when you first got started? Tell me about that. I, I did a little bit of research and it looked like you spent some time in Dunellen and around Alachua County, correct? I did, but it actually started before that. I started as a middle school position coach in Miami, Florida. Really? And I was uh, going to uh, college and I had an opportunity to uh, help out of a middle school team. And so I was the middle school defensive line coach and absolutely fell in love with relationships that you go, you gain with the players and the process and helping them on and off the field and watching those guys grow up and, and being part of their lives. So I went from a strictly coaching point of view, I went from a middle school position coach to a middle school coordinator to a small high school position coach to a high school coordinator, to a large high school position coach, to a coordinator, to a graduate assistantship, um, to a college job, back to, you know, coaching in college, high school again. It's been quite a journey. You know, I, I, I was looking at that, and I just, I was curious about something that I was curious about. So, um, you you were at Dunellen before? I was. In 1997, Perry Brown, uh -huh. Hall of Fame coach in the great state of Florida hired me right when I got done being a graduate assistant at Northeast Louisiana to uh, run his defense. So my question is, is that that's sort of like a, a smaller, like that class of football is equivalent to sort of like Key West High School, Coral Shores High School marathon to some extent. It's on the smaller end, correct? It is. So I was curious to see, and I've always wondered this myself, and I know it was a long time for you, Coach, 1997, but how did the level of play at that small level of high school correspond with the level of play in Monroe County? Well, it, when I was at Dunellen, it was 25 years ago. I know, but <laughs> I'm hoping you could remember. Yeah, no, I do. It, it, it's very comparable because the makeup of the young men are the same. They're guys who go to school, who have jobs, who work really hard, um, day in and day out, not only to be great in the classroom, but allow football to elevate them to get an opportunity to play in college. So yes. the level of competition, if I would take that, you know, that 97 Dunellen team and bring it up and play Coral Shores, it would be a fantastic game or tour marathon or Key West. It would, it would be a barn burner. You know, because I always wondered that because I know you've probably dealt with this and we're going to get to this later on in the interview about should we enter the rural division? What would that be like? You know, when I was at Key West High School coaching there many years ago, it was something that we talked about. And I know we'd, we'd look at that at marathons sometimes. And I know it would involve traveling and stuff. And I've always wondered how would the teams down here being so geographically far away plug in and play with those teams that are rural. I guess we have fit guys here that are fishing and that's their big job. And then the guys up there might be farming. Right. And, and once it gets, it gets back to a blue collar mentality, uh -huh. you know, the guys that work, you know, the guys that, you know, you know, they don't just wake up and are entitled. They go to work. They, they have summer jobs. They, they take over their family business, whether that be on, on the water or on the farm. And then after their day of work is done, then they get a chance to, to start practice. 
And as far as athletically, it's this very similar makeup. I would say in Monroe County, we'd have faster and a little bit better skilled players. Mm-hmm. And up north, they'd probably have a little advantage to the linemen. But overall, um, I think it would be a fantastic game. Uh, thank, thank you for that. And, and listeners, this is the kind of in-depth discussion you're going to hear on our podcast. Um, when you got here at 2011 for your first tour, what brought you to the Keys in the first place? Um, that's, a great, that's a great question. You know, just like it seems like a lot of folks in the Keys, you know, I grew up in South Florida and we had a, a small little house in the Keys and, and I was coaching in college and we just had um, my youngest son, Billy Lee. He was our fourth child and I had spent so much time coaching other kids that I wanted to uh, get away a little bit from the rat race of recruiting and being on the road so much at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. And so I had the opportunity to uh, come and move to the Keys and, and you know, it, it, it live in paradise, for lack of a better term, and also have the opportunity to, to influence young men um, on the football field. And, Coach, I just want to tell you, your run here in 2011 to 2017 was fantastic. Um, I was coaching at marathon for a part of that and i was coaching in the lower keys before that at the youth level um i followed your teams and that team that won the division co-championship was one of the toughest teams i've ever seen in monroe county well thank you i owe that it has very little to do with me be honest with you it's just a, a really great group of guys who worked extremely hard who had a passion for the game who loved it who wanted to not only play in high school but play in college, so they worked extremely difficult, I mean, extremely hard. It was a difficult journey because we, we played really, really good competition all year, mm-hmm. and it seemed like every single game was like playing in the SEC East for us, and it was a do-or-die game, and it was uh, electric. When we, It didn't matter where we played, wherever we played in the Keys. Um, it was standing room only. The band was playing. The cheerleaders were out there cheering uh the stands were packed it was it was just a great environment and it was an awful lot of fun to be a part of you know before the interview i was talking about you and i was talking about that team and i was killing myself i couldn't find the information i remember you had eddie dunn on the team you had a ton of great players but what were the name of the twins on that team uh george and henry jacobson yes and the Jacobson twins, and we had Eddie Dunn in the, in the backfield, and, and those guys ran extremely hard and really were a great team. And it's funny because the Jacobson's younger brother, Chuck, is going to be a senior on this year's Coral Shores football team. Wow. So I had an opportunity to bring back George, and I said, hey, George, because, you know, we bring back guys who have been through our program, have gone on to college. George is working for the FBI right now in the field office and, it, and it's just doing great things. And I had a chance to bring him back and speak to the team about his time in the community, about his time at Coral Shores, about how important it is to be a, a person of great character, not only on the field, but off the field in the school and the community. And when you go to college and when you leave, make sure everybody knows where you come from and funny story, but can I share it real quick? Of course. So I was talking to George, and, and, and I was introduced to him, and I said, let me tell you what I remember about George Jacobson. Great student, unbelievable family. He's a better person than he is a football player, and he is a tremendous football player. And so he was a, I think he was coming up on the 1,500-yard mark. It might be 1,000, 1,500-yard mark. Don't quote me exactly. But 
he had, we had the opportunity. He was three yards short. And the game was winding down. We had a couple minutes left. We were on the offense, and I'm like, bring him over the sideline. I'm like, George, we're going to get that 1,500 yards. And he said, Coach, I'm good. Give the ball to my brother. Unbelievable. Or give the ball, or give the ball to Eddie. I'm good. And so teams that come together that don't care about individual statistics but the overall good, those are really, really special memories. Unbelievable. I, I agree with you completely. That's the beauty about the sport of football is that when you get everyone not to care about their individual statistics or their individual touches and you get everyone working on the same page, it's one of the most beautiful things around. Absolutely. It was just, it was a, it was just a great moment to be a part of. And we ended up getting that first down and he ended up getting his yards anyway, but just the unselfish play and the love for the brother and love for the school and and really love for the game was, was just fun to be around. And that's exactly what high school sports is about and what we want it to be about in Monroe County, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, I tell people all the time, I say, listen, we're going to win a lot of football games at Coral Shores High School. Make no mistake about it. But if we're remembered just for our wins and our losses, we fail. We have to make better fathers, sons, husbands, and brothers. That's what, that's we're, our that's what we're here for. So let's talk about let's talk about the now. I mean, I checked Max Preps. I'm hoping that this is correct. Uh, last year, Coral Shores with a very respectable five and six record. You guys had 44 people on your roster, and you're going to open up the season uh, according to Max Preps at uh, with nine two at Varela, huh? So you're coming into a team that looks pretty good. So the the, the schedule is going to be very challenging this year. Yeah, um, I have to give Coach Bryant a big shout out Alfonso Bryant my good friend um, he's gonna be our offensive coordinator he um he put together a challenging schedule for us and we have a kickoff classic versus Coral Park and and then our first game just like you said is in you know Dade County Public School with I don't know how many 3,000 folks or whatever mm-hmm. coming into town and uh coming to Tavernier on on Friday night I, I we can't wait I noticed on the schedule that you're playing also a very large school in Miami, Sunset High School. So you sort of loaded up the schedule to give yourselves a challenge this year. I like it. Well, you know, th- anytime you play good teams, you, you, your team's going to play, you know, we feel, you know, better. And you want to be challenged and you want to play against good competition and you want to play against teams that are, uh, you know, going to give you a great fight and a great battle and, and you're going to get a chance to go out there and, and it's, you're going to have to play really, really well to be successful. And that's what it's all about, going out on Friday night and competing. 100%. Um, let's talk about your coaching staff a little bit. I talked to Rich Russell uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was the one that told me the fantastic news that you were returning to Monroe County to coach. And we were talking, and he was telling me that you might, you might have someone on your staff helping out that is a legitimate, legitimate Key West royalty, and that would be Joe Myra of the Myra family. Is that indeed true? So I tried really hard to get Coach Myra to come down and coach with us, and that was true, but he is going to stay at Westminster Christian. He is the dean of students, mm-hmm. and he, he is going to stay put. He is uh, he was my offensive coordinator for two years at, Key, uh, at Westminster. Um, coach Myra is unbelievably smart. He's great with the kids. He's a I believe he, at one point he was the winningest coach in Dade County history. Yes, but sir. unfortunately, it's not going to work out for him to be on our sidelines because he's going to stay at Westminster. But it was not for a lack of trying. But, you know, coach has been there a long time. And, 
and you know he is uh, he's a, not only a great friend but he's a tremendous ball coach and inspiration to all of us and you know i would be remiss to talk about this this is the keys weekly sports wrap and we talk about sports keys wide and obviously you know about the myra legend at key west high school don't you coach absolutely i don't know how you live in monroe county and not absolutely i love the history of sports i love the history of sports in key west in monroe county and george myra as you know was the first great quarterback at university of miami that's joe myra's brother george myra was in the heisman race in the late 60s took the university of miami to bowl games and my claim to fame with him is you know they were down by down to university of florida and he rolled left and they had him by the right he put the ball in his left hand and threw a pass a touchdown pass with his left hand cementing him as one of the all-time greats and joe myra himself i you know i'm from miami too coach and that name has been around forever i remember he was coach at palmetto he has been one of the top coaches in south florida and it's fantastic to see someone from monroe county go make a name for themselves absolutely and what's great about coach myra is not only his brother who played in the league and and did all those great things at the university of miami but coach myra you know, graduated from Key West, played at the University of Miami. He played for Bill Walsh and played in the league for the Bengals. And he is, without a doubt, the most humble guy you would ever be around. He would never mention any of it, ever. And it's like, Coach Myers, tell us some stories. And he's like, no, no, it's okay. And and it's like, let us know. But one thing about Coach Meyer and his entire family, they have never forgotten their roots in Key West. And that's the most important thing. That goes back to what you were talking about. You know, when you go away, let everyone know where you come from, right? Absolutely. And and that's a big part of who he is, about of the character of man he is. Um, when he was working with his dad on the on the docks, and and uh, his mom was there in that old Key West shotgun style house, and, and the the values and the um, the character that was built into not only him but his brothers and sisters was is just tremendous. So. So I was really, really lucky to be able to coach with Coach Myra and, and have him on our staff and, and have him, you know, as a sounding board for everything, uh, you know, from as a head coach and standpoint. And, you know, I've done this for 30 years, and it's not often that you could coach for 30 years and every time you walk into a gentleman's office, learn something. But every time I walk into Coach Myra's office, I learn something new. Well, let's talk about the coaches you have. You have a great situation where you had a great staff when you were at Coral Shores prior from 2011 to 2017. And then when you moved on, they sort of moved into the leadership role. And now you're back and they're going back to their other leadership roles, correct? That's right. So when I when I was here in 11, our first hire was uh, Coach Alfonso Bryant. And Coach Bryant, you know, he was at Dillard High School at the time in Fort Lauderdale. And before that, he won a state championship at uh, Miami Killian. And I've known Coach Bryant since back in the day when, when he was a quarterback at Homestead High School mm-hmm. and uh, was always over the Miami uh, Times, the old newspaper, the yes. sports section there growing up. And so having Coach Bryant have an opportunity to come back and, and work with Coach Bryant again. Also, Coach James had an opportunity to bring in Coach James a couple years later and you know, he has a national championship ring from the University of Miami, and he is just a, a great family man, excellent football coach, and he uh, he's going to stay on with us. I've been able to bring back Jack Nabalski. Mm-hmm. Coach Nabalski was my defensive coordinator beforehand uh, when I was here before. 
He uh, he works for the Upper Keys Marine Construction right now, but before that, he was the director of Habitat for Humanity. So all these guys, I got Coach Andy Engelmeyer, um, who run, has run Marquee Marine, uh, the service department forever. Also, all these guys um, are in, 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 in the community, understand what we have. It's like Greg Olson. Greg Olson is going to coach our receivers. We actually coached against each other when I was in North Florida, and he was at uh, Fletcher High School in Jacksonville Beach, and I was at Gainesville High. And so he has moved down here about 10 years ago. And, and so, I mean, he played quarterback for Don Coriel back in the day. So we've been Coriel. That's Greg Olson. So yeah. he, is, he is phenomenal with the passing game. So we've been able to take all these different parts and put it together as one cohesive unit for the common good and make sure that Coral Shores High School is not good but exceptional. Unbelievably great. That's fantastic. Now, you're coming in right now. You know the history with Coral Shores. You know the history of Monroe County. Where do you see your program in five years? Are you going to be in a district? Are you going to stay independent? Um, what do you think? That's a great question. And I'd have to say I have to get on the field and actually get in the building back at Coral Shores to tell you. But my hope is that whatever we do, we just continue to keep growing and keep getting bigger and keep getting stronger and keep getting more adaptive in the community to help out more folks so we get more people around. But I personally would love not only, you know, we have a great rivalry with Marathon, but I would also love to play all the Key West, uh, all the Keys teams, including Key West. Fantastic. That shouldn't be a problem, Coach. I'm sure that Coach Hughes would would love to have an uh, in-county opponent and not have to drive so far. Absolutely. Let me tell you, Coach Hughes has done an amazing job. Oh. When I had an opportunity when I was at Westminster, it was actually right about two weeks after Hurricane Irma hit, and we went down there, and, and he has just done a tremendous job of, of cultivating the guys in Key West and playing well. And I know he had a great spring game up against Gulliver this past year, and, and we've kept up with him, and, and I just think the world of him and his program, and he does an amazing job. That makes two of us. You know, Johnny and I, we probably go back about 18, 20 years, and we actually coached each other, our sons, in the Key West Junior Football League. I was coaching the, the Big Pine team, and we were going down there all the time, and Johnny was coaching his sons. But what a fantastic job he's done going in there and implementing the flex bone and the success that he's had with the running backs there and the running game and just the offense leading the state year in, year out, just running the ball. I mean, talk about implementing a program, sticking to the program, getting better every year. And the results speak for themselves because I know you keep track of them and they never have a problem scoring points or running the ball, do they, coach? Never, and you better handle the dive quarterback and pitch, and you better be ready to play four quarters when you play against Coach Hughes. You're 100% right, and what a fantastic environment to play in, to go down. I know in the past that Coral Shores has played Key West. I was coaching Key West one year. We came up and played Coral Shores. I was at another game in the early 2000s. Coral Shores came down and beat Key West in Key West, so this is something that has happened in the past, and I would love to see again in the future but this year coach this year obviously you mentioned the marathon game that's a fantastic rivalry but also what are some other games you're really circled for this year what are you really looking forward to which teams 
Well, I'm really looking to practice on Monday. <laughs> of course. Our first practice. And just to let you know, we're going to worry about our first practice and, and get through fall camp and, and then get ready for uh, Coral Park. But if I would have to say, and then we would look at the games, you know, we have Palmer Trinity coming in town on uh, September 2nd. Um, we get a chance to play Ransom Everglades. Um, uh, sunset in Miami at 3.30 in the afternoon on a Friday. It's always going to be a great packed house. And so it, it basically week in and week out, we're going to have to prepare. We're going to have to play like champions, and we're going to have to be ready to compete on every single Friday or it won't go our way. But we have some quality opponents. We have some fun opponents, some really good coaches on the other sidelines, some really good players. So our guys are going to get tested and challenged, which is what we want and what they want. And uh, that's why we want to compete. And we just can't wait. That's fantastic. I can't, can't believe we're back here at football season. I'm so happy. And one of the things that Coral Shores has that makes you guys so unique is a Un, the unbelievable support that you guys get from your administration and the unbelievable support that you guys get from your booster club. You want to talk about your booster club a little bit? Yeah, well, first administration, if it wasn't for our yep. principal, Ms. Lauren, and our principal, I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. So, and Coach Russell, our athletic director, I would not be back here and our program would not be trending the way it's trending. So they deserve literally all the credit. We are truly blessed to be in a program where our administration sees value in what we do and they are leading the way through their example. And it was funny cause I was, I drove up to the school the other day and you know, there's our principal's car bright and early and I was leaving after practice and, and there the car was, you know, and so she is an extremely hard worker and we're truly, truly, I'm truly blessed to, to be a part of her staff and, and work under her tutelage. Um, and coach Russell, you know, he's a legend. So in, in Monroe County, so I think coach has been here 40 plus years. Um, everybody knows Rich Russell. So number one, it starts with our administration allowing us to come back. Um, our booster club, I had a chance to uh, visit with our booster club and they're excited. They're energized. They can't wait to improve the program and help the kids out um, with, you know, different needs that we have. Um, we, in fact, this Sunday, we have a car wash um, in the median and Mrs. Max, the one to four, and then we're having a barbecue afterwards. So everything that we try to do, we try to include all of family, mom, dad, cousins, uncles, brothers, nephews, kids, you name it, and everything we do. So we're going to get together and we're going to fellowship. And we're going to have a car wash and raise money. And then we're going to go uh, break bread together. And we're going to go over and have a barbecue and get ready for Monday's practice. That sounds fantastic. And coach, let me just wish you all of the luck this year. And I would like to say all of us at the Keys Weekly are just ecstatic that you are back and we want you to have a fantastic season this year. Anything else that you want to say? Yeah, we're excited to be back. Come out and support the Canes. And uh, it's going to be when you're driving down US-1, whether you're going north or south, and you see the lights on, pull over, come on <laughs> in, and you'll see a great show. Thank you so much for being the first guest here on the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap. And have a great season, Coach. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. And that was Coral Shores High School football coach Ed Hawley. I really want to thank Ed Hawley for being on the first ever official Keys Weekly Sports Wrap podcast. And we're going to talk about a lot of things here on the podcast. I want to bring in a variety of people. And that was fascinating to learn from Ed Hawley about his feelings towards Coral Shores High School, 
Monroe, Monroe County football, just the community in general of the Keys. And I want to talk a little bit about the community of the Keys. You guys know whether you live in Key Largo or Key West, you know, it's one big family. When you go up to Miami and you see someone you know from up the Keys or from Key West, you're very happy to see them. And everybody does get along down here. And one of the unique things that we have is this is a very tight-knit community. People listening to this podcast, they're going to be living in the Keys or they might be from the Keys and they might be living somewhere else. And they're going to understand that everyone here is close and it's a tight-knit family and everybody comes together for the good of the students all the time. And that's why we're here to talk about prep sports in Monroe County and the people that make it happen. On this podcast, I'm envisioning bringing in players from the past, coaches from the past, and talking about stories from a long time ago and talking about current players and maybe some boosters. And it takes a lot of people to make high school sports happen. And I want to talk about one person today on our first podcast. And um, this person is a mainstay at Marathon High School and in the community for decades. She taught at Marathon High School um, for a long, long time, starting in 1995 at Marathon High School. And, and she did a lot of jobs. But one of the First ways I got to know her was as a photographer, and I'm talking about Dr. Mary Lancaster, Dr. Lancaster. She was at Marathon High School, and unfortunately, she passed away this summer, and it's a big loss for the Marathon community. Um, she was the person that was at every single sporting event in, in Marathon, and she was taking pictures for all the different newspapers. She took pictures for all the different newspapers and including uh, the Keys Weekly. She has worked, had her pictures published all over and she never missed a game. She went to away games. She went to home games. She covered all of the sports. And um, I just want to talk about her a little bit today. And uh, her memorable, her memorial service will be held Sunday, August 7th at 2 p.m. at St. Columbia Episcopal Church. And, you know, just remember that uh, life is short. Enjoy every day. And uh, just uh, Dr. Lancaster, wherever you are, thank you for everything that you did for Monroe County Sports.